1: Welcome to Cavs the Podcast, and I'm Nate Smith, and I'm here with Evil Genius and David Wood. And And Drake! Drake. Drake's here with us. Yeah, Drake is here wearing his mopey face. And (laughs) and outside the studio, Kendrick Perkins is waiting for him.
2: (laughs) Windhorse was on uh, the Van Pelt show right after the game and said that uh, Drake was pretty much just on his phone for the entire second half. (laughs) probably fending off tweets from from people (laughs) taking shots at him.
1: Yeah. And, you know, kind of, so going through that game, I had a really good feeling in the first half because the Cavs were right there and LeBron was hardly expending any energy. Like, he was not even guarding anybody half the time on defense. Did you guys notice that?
2: Yeah, it was, uh, he was really coasting (laughs) along.
1: He was, but they didn't, I felt like Toronto just came out with absolutely no sense of urgency, like they were walking through it like it was a regular season game.
2: What in the second half or or no the in start? the first?
1: Well, from the start. Yeah, well, Toronto
2: maybe Toronto got. Uh,
3: I had it written down, but eight of their first ten points were from just transition. They were running the ball. They were trying to get at us.
2: Well, they didn't have the the Jonas. Um, explosion like they did last game.
1: Yeah, um, and a lot of that was because Kevin Love like was so much better.
2: Yeah. Well, he just after played. he missed those first couple of shots, then all of a sudden the, the like the switch flipped. And well, here's
1: what happened: they didn't give up on going to him.
2: Yeah. If anything, they doubled down the same way that Ty Lue doubled down on going to starting him at the five in the first place. They just kept yeah force-feeding him the ball, and then he finally, it finally clicked and started hitting shots.
1: Hey, you know what? Ty Lu looks like a genius after this game. So, Well, <laughs> I don't let's know not go that. too okay. far. They're Ty too far. looks like a competent NBA head coach. And, uh, yeah, so I just kind of felt like Toronto just wasn't prepared at all to come in and play that game. Like, they just... I mean, they just had no sense of urgency. Like, we were talking about... Me and my buddy Eric were talking about a lot like... Indiana played just as hard as they could the entire series, and I just never got that vibe from Toronto that whole game. Do you, yeah. do, you, do you not agree? Or I
2: don't necessarily agree in the first half. I mean, look, they well, they had a what a ten ten point lead at one point, twelve point lead at one point. I mean, it wasn't mm-hmm. like they were they were laying down. I mean, Lowry was super aggressive early, and then he got into foul trouble. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, DeRozan wasn't as aggressive, but no, I felt like I felt like they like no one plays with the intensity of of Indiana or that we've seen so, thus far. I mean, even in the other series that are going on, I haven't seen anybody play that sort of you know just not desperate, but just 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 wall to wall, all out basketball all the way through. Not only a game, but a series like that, you know. Yeah,
1: I mean, I tell you what, Indiana impressed the heck out of me. Well, like, yeah, I feel like Indiana is a much better team than this team we just
2: watched. But I mean, look, this team. I after the after the game, there was a stat that said that the Raptors shot what 50, 40, and ninety, right? And mm-hmm. teams that, that this this year that had done had done that were like something like forty five and six, like. Mm-hmm. It's not like they played a, played a bad game. At least offensively, they didn't play a bad game. But yeah. their defense, they they don't have anybody that can really guard LeBron when he's when he especially. I mean, normally. And then when he's on like this, I don't know if anybody could guard because yeah. he was hitting that turnaround shot. Like he was like having a game with himself to see how how high and how far from the basket he could turn around and shoot it as the game went along. It turned out, oh, yeah. pretty much <laughs> like ridiculous. unlimited, right? So. But that's the problem, is that they they're putting a rookie in on, <laughs> yeah. in OG Ananobi. I don't know, is he a rookie this year, or did you just miss all of last year with the with the knee?
3: No, I think he's a uh, rookie this year. He got injured last year in college and came back early.
2: Okay, uh, right, right. But still, you're gonna you're gonna. I mean, everyone's talking about OG Ananobi going into the series is sort of the the great Toronto hope, the most recent one after. You know PJ Tucker last year, and and uh, the uh, the pr- the original Predator, um, what's his name? Damari Carroll. Damari Carroll. Yeah, the year before uh, that, but no one can really stop him. They don't have yeah. anybody that they can put on him. They can't put DeRozan yeah. on him because DeRozan's not good enough defensively.
1: I, right, and, no, and they rely on him so much for offense.
2: Yeah,
3: Aminobe I'm, I'm and Siakam do a decent job on LeBron. But the Raptors, this game, just they kept getting like CJ Miles and DeMar DeRozan switched on LeBron, which he's going to score every single time. Or
1: on Kevin Love. Like the Cavs were just abusing CJ Miles. Yeah, Yeah, CJ Miles (laughs) lost them this
3: game, honestly. Yeah. Well, their coach lost them this game by playing him so much. But that third quarter was basically all the points were scored against him.
1: But the other guy they abused defensively was DeMar DeRozan, because they kept getting DeRozan on switches and abusing him, too. Because DeRozan was minus 22 on the game. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, yeah, I mean, they, they were getting Kevin Love on DeRozan, they were getting LeBron on DeRozan in the first half.
2: DeRozan is not a good defensive player.
1: He's not a terrible defensive player, but yeah, I mean, he's not he is average at best no
2: but you can't ask him to to cover oh, right. to stop I mean, he's, the despair in the what is he, 64 no. 65 yeah. like you can't ask him to stop I he's lebron six, or... i don't think so
1: you don't think so let me I, let me I see look what the nba lists him it. as. Uh,
2: they six, list him seven. at 67 I, I he doesn't look that tall he's, he's a 67 in shoes a, maybe <laughs> with the with the hair
1: yeah and it was so funny because um yeah they and that is why, I mean, NBA is so much about matchups, and this team just matches up terribly with the Cavs. First of all, Serge Ibaka is awful. He was terrible, that kid. Yeah. He just does nothing. And then, remember when he was like a block machine? Yeah. And just now, he's just, I I feel like he's the king of the sign and retire.
2: He only played 12 minutes tonight. And he was terrible yeah, in those terrible. 12 minutes. I mean, he had oh, yeah. six rebounds, but they they I mean they were talking, I think Lowe and uh, Windhorst and McMenamin were talking about this on the Low Post yesterday, that for Toronto to have a chance, Ibaka has to show up. Yeah. And he has not showed up at all these first two games.
1: Yeah, and Valanchunas has shown up. I mean, they basically were running their offense around Valanchunas in the... In the first quarter and a half, and well, you can do that. Like, okay, and okay can,
2: we're going to live with that. And you can do that when you're up. When you're down, yeah. when you're down ten, you can't run the offense through Valanciunas. Uh, yeah.
1: And did you kind of notice that when they got way down, they just started three hunting?
2: Well, they I mean, did for a little while, and then I think they realized that that was not going to help, and so then they yeah. went to the DeRozan like ISO James Harden game, <laughs> and he just wasn't he wasn't getting the calls that he normally gets in the regular season, and you know, they were trading... He and LeBron were trading buckets, which... when yeah. you're, At that point, they were down, like, 18. So, you're just yeah. not going to come back doing that.
1: Yeah, and... I mean, credit the way that Cav started the game, too. Just force-feeding Kevin Love to get him going. Yeah. And creating a lot of switches, and just exploiting those switches. And that... Like, just not trying to make him score against... Um, Valanchunas just you know, you know taking advantage of the way that Toronto defends and then just yeah. using that. And well,
2: he was cut. He cut to the hoop more than I've seen him all playoffs in yeah. this game. Like in that first half, it was just nonstop. He was just coming off the three, cutting. LeBron was finding him. I mean, he even had a dunk, which I mean, you never see Kevin Love get dunks. So yeah, I mean, but as good as Love was, you know, the guy who actually really impressed me. Almost as much was George Hill. Oh yeah, man, he looked different tonight. The George yeah, Hill blow was awesome. Yeah, yeah, he yeah, was... and
1: I love the selective running. Yeah, when I mean he, he was saying,
3: David. The George Hill was blown by dudes. Like yeah. for the first time, as like a even
1: <laughs> even Hubie Brown noticed. Yeah, he, he looked
3: like the fastest player on the court. Like the first ten yeah. minutes of the game.
1: Absolutely, yeah, and, and Kyle Lowry looks like he's 50. Dude, he's tubby. He got fat again.
3: Yeah, nobody will mention this. He, he <laughs> yeah, exactly. To... He's like... Yeah, he grew his hair <laughs> He on
1: went to the, 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 the Ray Felton Weight Loss Center. <laughs> yeah.
2: I mean, he was hitting some threes tonight early on, Lowry, but, man, he really got... The, the fouls got in his head. And he that third one that where took or the fourth one maybe when he when he got called for the charge
3: that was against love in the third
2: bro, right? yeah, which was yeah. I gotta be I gotta be honest, like that was a fifty fifty call like they yeah. that could have gone the other way very easily, but you know, I mean, yeah,
1: the Cavs got a lot of calls in the first half, I thought. They, um, there was some bizarre one,
3: I think, at the end of the
1: the Yeah, the, the three-point play for George Hill.
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was the weirdest continuation. I had no idea what was going on because I didn't have the sound on for a second.
1: So he got fouled before the shot clock went off, and then the continuation continued after the shot clock. Yeah. Which and doesn't guess,
2: seem like that should be a thing, but it was.
1: But I guess that's how continuation works in the NBA. I'm assuming.
2: Who knows? Continuation yeah, because... is that is like right up there with, with uh clear path fouls. Like who knows yeah. what really
1: Well matters. that and you know, you had Hubie Brown who like didn't even realize when teams were in the bonus half the game it was like <laughs> is love shooting this or taking it on the sideline Dude. i'm like i'm screaming at the tv he they in the
2: bonus it doesn't matter hubie brown doesn't realize he's alive half the time <laughs> yeah this
3: was a good hubie game he wasn't talking the whole time usually no, it's but... like a non like hubie pulled the string doll <laughs>
2: yeah, I, was just, but... I was just i was just i thought it was hilarious because he actually called <laughs> sir jebacca chewbacca early on <laughs> really yeah I thought it was I thought it, I misheard it, but I went back and I went back and looked at it on the DVR at the timeout, and it was he called him Chewbacca. That's I'm awesome. Like, <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, my favorite was in the first half when he was like, "The Raptors are playing great. Yeah, Cleveland is just okay."
2: <laughs> and I was
1: like, and so like me and my buddy Eric were just like. Cleveland is not worthy to lick the boot of this team. You know
2: <laughs> I don't like, think he was meant it that way though. Like I honestly yeah. when he said it I think he meant Toronto's playing great, the Cavs are playing okay. The part that he didn't say that I think he meant to was and it's still like a three point game. Yeah. Like that was the yeah. the, the point of it. But I don't know. Now all I can all I can think of when whenever um, Ibaka <laughs> misses a shot is like, <laughs>
1: <laughs> which I'm excited for that movie. I hope it's good.
2: I think it'll be better than. I mean, the the hype has been so low key on it, and yeah. people's you know when people are saying like, oh, you know, if you didn't like, you know, it it, it may not be what you expect or whatever. I just kind of want to see uh, Donald Glover as Lando, and I'll be okay.
1: Yeah. Well, the other thing is, I kind of feel like this is right in, um, <laughs> as I'm talking, they've got all the stars of Inside the NBA I, in the Millennium Falcon so <laughs> <laughs> uh, screenshot on, on the TV. But anyway, um, they I kind of feel like this is right in Ron Howard's wheelhouse. Like, he's really good at a straightforward movie you yes. know what i mean yes and without I subtlety feel, and they're gonna do it's gonna be a space caper film yeah and i feel like that is just he's gonna have no problem with that you know yeah no for as sure. long as they've got the actors to pull it off so dude the first
3: side movie was awesome the what the first star wars like side plot movie was really good
1: Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Rogue One? Yeah. yeah. That was a great Rogue movie. One was a hundred times better than The Last Jedi, so... That's sure.
2: I think what was great about it, though, was that we didn't know those characters. Like, it was right. all new people that, you know, that you could kind of get to know, and that's part of you know, expanding the universe that, that makes sense.
1: Yeah, and, and it was just a really good story, and really tight, and kind of well done, and Uh, The writing was really tight, like, and there was good humor in it without it being overly, you know, overly involved. I guess you could put it.
3: You could take like a partner there that doesn't know Star Wars, and they actually enjoyed it. That was yeah, Mm
1: -hmm. which my daughter, my eight-year-old, loved it. So,
2: how are we talking about Star Wars when the the Cavs played a great game tonight? I don't know. We need to save that for the end.
1: Yeah, we do. But, hey, this is a free-flowing conversation. I know. But, yeah, LeBron, 43 points, 14 assists. Like, he was just, in the first half, he wasn't even trying on offense. That's the amazing thing about those 43 points. Like, I got to look it up by half, but I felt like most of them were in the second half.
2: Yeah, I think he only had, like,
1: 27 in the second half. So, 16 in the first half.
3: Well, Well, let's go to the second quarter. What was the deal with Hood and Clarkson coming in? Like the four what? minute. I mean why did game. why did they? <laughs> yeah, why did they get to play basketball? Like in the NBA. I don't still. know. Because at this point Clarkson or not Clarkson, uh Jetty and Zizic have to be better than those two.
1: Well, I get the here's the thing about Jordan Clarkson. The Cavs have to have a secondary ball handler at some point. But he sucks. Yeah, but at least he can bring the ball up the court. Yeah, but like,
2: so can so can J.R. Smith. Like, Yeah, does J.R. Smith is doing a good job of it.
1: J.R. Smith that. cannot bring the ball up the court. He did he it a couple tur- of
2: times tonight.
1: Yeah, but he can't do it like if he's in and they know that he's going to be the guy bringing it up, the other the defense is going to key on him and take the ball away.
2: Well, they yeah, only turned about... it over three times tonight, and they tied a record from, like, 1984 for the yeah. fewest amount of turnovers in a playoff
1: they game. They were ridiculous.
2: And what about Jose?
3: He's still on the team. Uh, he can't guard anybody. He didn't
2: even play in garbage time.
3: Yeah, but he yeah. can get the ball up court. At least he's not going to chuck the ball like Clarkson. Like Clarkson. <laughs> and,
1: agree. I agree. Yeah.
3: Yeah, Clarkson and Hood blew like LeBron had to start doing LeBron stuff in the second quarter way sooner than necessary because Clarkson and Hood don't know how to play basketball.
1: Hood is one of the worst players I've ever seen.
3: Hood dribbles how I dribble. Like <laughs> when I have a chance to get a shot, he gets super excited, and he's just dribbling <laughs> really high, and he's just stoked that he might be able to make a basket. It's an awful, awful recipe for yeah. success.
2: I just say the playoffs are a different animal, and these guys are showing they just aren't. You know, it's it's the Quite moments moody. a little and, bit too and big. And what for about me.
1: with Nance? Just no minutes. I guess.
2: Well, he, Ty did he's say he was gonna with, go. He was gonna go with either him or Thompson as the kind of the backup big, right? So, he was going I, mean, with I Thompson. guess that's the
1: way it's gonna roll. I
2: so. like, I like and, Nance, but he's. Or sorry, go ahead.
1: No, go ahead.
3: Nance is a really dumb defender. Sometimes
1: he picks up so many stupid fouls, like well, cheap fouls. He leaves his feet. Oh, like, way too a, easy every time. Yeah. yeah. But part of that is coaching. Like, you would think the coach... Well, here... And I kind of... I don't know if you heard on the podcast of a couple weeks ago, or maybe a week ago, but I... Like, Nance always jumps too soon. Like, even on layups, he tries to take up, like, a foot from the free throw line instead of just one more dribble, and then he's got so many more options, yeah. you know? Well, yeah, and on rebounds too. He tries to reach for rebounds, then instead of moving his feet and going straight up, and like you were saying, he just bites on everything.
2: Yeah, he would definitely not. Uh, he would definitely be owing a lot of money in the Demar Derozan. Don't yeah. fall for the pump fake hundred dollar challenge.
1: Yeah, and you know Tristan Thompson not a huge game tonight. Not that they needed him. He's plus just, seven
2: though. I mean he he was defensive yeah. out when he when he was out there. He was. You know what he did tonight that I noticed. Um I mean, it does typically even when he's not doing anything else on the, on the stat sheet, he set a lot of really good
1: yeah he's uh, setting better screens, screens than to get on to game. get LeBron yeah. open
2: to get Kevin open like they were he did a nice job there
1: yeah and and they do a good job like I think that's one thing he's figured out if he's going to be out there, he has to set screens because people just don't care about guarding him. Yeah. <laughs> so there and it actually helps a little because uh defenders play so far off him that it's like okay, if I'm going to go up and set a screen on the perimeter, it's actually going to get a guy open and have some space to move because my man is so far back.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and because nobody worries about Tristan Thompson picking and popping.
2: No. <laughs> yeah, or should and they? did have
1: he did have a nice field goal, you know. I feel like his finishing has gotten a lot cleaner. Like he's been working on his moves around the basket a little bit.
2: Well, he's had plenty of time to
3: practice. It looks yeah. hideous, but it has gotten better.
1: Yeah. And yeah, and everybody not, you know, their rotation, nobody had a bad game in their rotation. No. I mean,
2: And and really Love had a Love just had a transcendent game when it came to I mean, he had more points in the what in the first half than he'd had in any game in the playoffs this year, and then yeah, the 31 points he scored tonight were more than the last three games combined.
1: Yeah, and I I feel it's, like part of it was there was a conscious effort, like we're going to run plays for Kevin Love over and over and over on the, I, you know, and Kevin they got him in a rhythm.
3: I don't yeah. even feel like they were force feeding him. At a certain point, like, yeah, he had 31 points, but it wasn't, like, they weren't just giving him the ball to score. Yeah. For the most, it came within the
1: rhythm of the game, at least. Well, one of the things that they talked about is he was running the pin down for Kyle Korver, and so they would switch, and the big would pop out on Korver, and then Kevin Love would have uh, a wing on him, and they would just throw it to him in the post. Yeah. And so, like, they're using Corver's gravity and how big of a game he had in game one to get Kevin Love going, you well, know. And, you know, J.R. Smith, another really nice game, 15 points, plus 19, uh, t- you know, 5 of 8 from the field. And <laughs> he three a three couple double. of
2: those weird scoop shots, though.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, he had the one where he missed it, and then he got lucky. Yeah, oh, rebound. Yeah, and he bounced it off the front of the rim. Although, I feel like like Toronto got so many bounces in the first half too. Like oh,
3: they, they had, had, two had lucky three threes, like yeah, toilet, not even toilet bowl, just like
1: bouncing <laughs> eight feet up. Yeah, they had that one that Lowry hit that literally hit like every part of the rim before it went in. Their
2: very first shot, and they, yeah, yeah, they had at least three or four. Though the two of them yeah. were threes, and another couple of twos. But but uh, Cavs got a nice uh, boost from. They got good Jeff Green tonight for a second straight game. Oh.
1: oh, they had they got great Jeff Green. Jeff Green was stepping into threes and draining them. I know. Yeah. Oh, <sighs> makes... I
2: can't watch it. I cover my eyes every time. <laughs> it drives me <laughs> you crazy. you got to keep
1: covering your eyes or he's going to start missing. He's open for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> it drives me nuts. But he's, he's 4 6
2: David, tonight. he did 4 of 6.
3: <laughs> I know, I know, but it's the principle of it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he should not shoot any threes. It's so annoying. Cause well,
1: if he's making them... Yeah, if he's making them, every it if if the Cavs are showing anything is that regular season statistics do not matter with this team.
3: It seems every <laughs> single game I recap, Jeff Green hits like a ton of threes, is over fifty <laughs> yeah. percent. I'm like, he shouldn't be taking the shots, and then people just turn <laughs> he's on. He's like,
1: he's I'm your like, Dennis Schroeder. No,
3: he's open for a reason, and it looks horrible every
1: time. <laughs> yeah, he. He does kind of flare that elbow out, and although I will give Jeff Green his props, he's become a machine at the line. Yeah, although he missed of both tonight. Oh, of two of night. <laughs> yeah.
2: right? Exactly. He was seven of eight last night, though.
1: Well, and then the funny thing or, is, is how Wednesday good night. was LeBron last series at the free throw line, and now he's like fifty percent again. Like, why did he change his stroke again? No,
3: it's the lo- it's the lane violation. They got him. <laughs>
1: Yeah, well, no, I saw that.
2: But that was at the end. I mean, he, you know, he was already like one for six or something yeah. like that when, he, when that happened. Oh. Yeah.
1: And here's the thing. If you're going to do that, just take a step back, you know. Yeah. You should just shoot a jump shot. Yeah. and But, yeah, I felt like the Cavs were running just a lot more purposeful offense.
2: Well, they um, were smartly taking advantage of – of matchups of and the switching yeah well yeah because as soon as they took Valentinus out they put CJ miles in and they had sure. CJ miles trying to guard uh Kevin love and that's just not gonna work and Kevin did what a big is supposed to do which is take advantage of the smaller player guarding you and drive inside lay it in and draw the foul the,
3: well the cra- yeah. the craziest thing is they the Kez didn't even resort to, like, guys actually cutting to the hoop yet. Like, um... Early, well, Kevin early they did. A
1: lot of cuts. Yeah. Early they
3: did. Well, watching the game, the very first play, Kyle Korver got to the hoop from cutting to the hoop. But oh, they went, yeah,
1: that back door yeah. Yeah,
3: they went away from it, and that's going to be there. Like, the next game, that's definitely going to be there. The Like, Raptors are definitely scared of them shooting threes. Yeah.
2: Well, Love had a yep. few. Love had that one dunk and he had uh, a couple where lebron just made a nice pass and got it to him but i yeah. hate you yeah. yeah like I mean, they could they could I mean, keep I mean, doing that in the second half it was there it's just lebron yeah. was putting on his jordan clinic with his step back fade away, let me see how I, how high i can arc this rainbow yeah. I well, mean, the, one the one i
1: love like is arts. like he bounces it to himself <laughs> real high <laughs> on the dribble and oh, then the like Siakam one turns around grabs it and throws it up in the air Yeah, Pascal Siakam was so funny trying to guard Kevin Love. Did you see him, that one where he picked him up? Yeah. (laughs) And they didn't even call a foul. And even Hubie Brown, noted Cavs hater, was like, you've got to call
2: that. (laughs) You
1: know, it was like, (laughs) you can't just let a horse Kevin Love around the basket. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was, I mean, I just felt like Toronto just almost like waved the white flag at the end. And even, did you guys notice how bad the crowd was? Well, like they were Like, even in the first half.
2: Yeah, well, they... Can you blame them? I mean...
1: No.
3: They've
2: the, got, like, uh, PTSD.
3: The crowd <laughs> quieters, whenever LeBron hits, like, a like a 17-foot turnaround jumper, like, twice in a row, you know the Cavs aren't losing.
1: Yeah. But even in the first half, I felt like the, the Toronto crowd had no faith in them. Yeah. <sighs> Like even the big guy on the sideline with the tur- with the the seek with the turban that's always on the sideline for those Toronto games was like had no emotion. Yeah, I just yeah. felt like the whole team had no emotion.
2: Well, well they got they, may, a, they may not they, get another chance. <laughs> to no, I don't think them.
3: they will. Well, I think everyone they got out to like a fake lead in the first so they they never really got any momentum. The Cavs were just kind of making
1: poor... And I didn't feel like it was a real lead because I didn't feel like the Cavs were playing all that hard.
3: No, it was all transition. It was all points that came, like, early in the shot clock or were
1: fast break points. Right. Right. And the the funny thing is, is the Cavs just turned it over so little they weren't going to get those. Yeah. Very much. I mean...
3: Yeah, the, the Raptors were... They were trying to run so hard and the Cavs didn't give them any opportunities early on.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and I feel like, I mean, even though the Raptors had a decent shooting night, I feel like a lot of that is, is fake news because the Cavs were up so much that the Raptors got a lot of, they got a lot of easy shots in the late third and early fourth when the Cavs were just kind of screwing around.
3: I mean, they fin- I don't know what they finished with, but I'm pretty sure they shot over 50% the first half.
1: Oh yeah, they uh, the Cavs were almost 60% from the field. And then the uh, Raptors were, like, 53. Yeah, let me pull that up. The Raptors were... Yeah, that's not right. Hold on. I know the Raptors were over 50% from the field. Yeah, they're 54, 40% from the line, 91% from three. Yeah. Or from the free throw line. 50-49? I mean, it's just... Yeah, it was... But the Cavs were 60-42... 74
3: so do you think the Cavs defense was actually bad or
1: no I don't think I think it was good in spots when it needed to be but they didn't have to be especially good tonight (laughs) defensively there were a couple times
3: where I thought they they made some really good kind of rotations but there were other times when like early on when Lowry was kind of getting into the paint a lot that they just wouldn't stop the ball
2: well, also... They
3: kind of get easy buckets.
2: Also, Corver, Corver's gotten a little lax with closing with his closeouts. I've noticed... I've watched him, like, he watching the ball a little too much, and then he winds up having to run out on a guy, so they, they yeah, hit a couple... And, I think Van Vliet hit one or two with... with uh, he he hit Garnier. two in a row
3: with Corver on him. Yeah. I was saying before... Yeah. I said in the the preview or whatever, Cor- they should throw Corver <laughs> on, like, a Baka... Or just someone where he doesn't have to worry about crashing down yeah.
2: as Because, yeah.
3: like, Ananobi's too quick for him, and gets, he was getting the easy buckets in Lowry. Yeah, but
1: Ananobi, I feel like I don't. Like, you saw that one where he beat everyone and then just threw the ball off the backboard. Yeah. Like, that had no chance of going in. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, Boston has taken the lead in the third quarter.
2: Uh, <sighs> oh. Somebody really on the Boston. thread. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was. I just mean, saying I here's one thing games. I feel like.
1: I feel, yeah, me too. But I feel like the Cavs have already played the best team in the East, and beaten them. Indy, like, yeah, like I watch these two teams, Boston and Philly, and then I watch Toronto. I don't think any of those teams are better than Philly right now.
2: Indy, you mean?
1: Or than Indy? Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah.
2: I mean, Philly. Philly could be, but I, I think people underestimate just how the level of inexperience on that team. I mean, you got JJ Redick, who's a guy who's who's been to the playoffs a bunch, and you've got the the two Euro guys. But you know, this is the first time for any of the any of the rest of them. And uh,
1: yeah, I, well, the other thing is, is I mean, you look at how smart, how well Bellinelli played in the regular season teams in the playoffs are just going to abuse Bellinelli the same way LeBron abused CJ Miles tonight.
2: Oh, absolutely. But yeah. also all I I have to do is look at the that last game in the regular season the Cavs played against the Sixers. Yeah. When they were down what were they down 30 points? 35 points and they came Something back like and that. and almost beat them at the end like Yeah, like a th-
1: miss LeBron Free throw from getting to overtime. Yeah,
2: I, I'm just saying, Philly is not, they have a lot of talent, but they're not a team that has a a winning mentality yet. I mean, a, at least right. in the in The, the other
1: problem level. that Philly has is it is really hard, in my opinion, to close games late when your point guard is not a good free throw shooter. Yeah. yep. And yep. And Ben Simmons is n- not just not a good one; he's a actively bad free throw shooter. Yeah, and it's just it gets hard to close games, and they're not going to be able to just force the ball to JJ Redick in late situations.
2: Yeah, well, Simmons not having a good game tonight so far.
1: Yeah,
0: I mean,
2: yeah,
1: and I feel like yeah, Simmons is one of those guys who's probably going to have to get some
0: moves. playoff pressure and
1: <laughs> kind of res- get a shot,
2: to that get way. a shot. Get some, some actual, like, you know, turnaround moves. I mean, the, scre- yeah,
3: I the mean, scary part is they might figure it out.
1: I don't think they're going to do it this year. I think Boston's going to take this game they're playing now. So
3: Yeah, Boston probably will. There's only there's not that much time. Well, there's 20 minutes left, but... Yeah. That's well Boston's just, up. That's just yeah. who
2: Boston is. I mean they're they're yeah. the they're the a very good defensive team with just enough offense to prevail. And you know. Well
1: yeah, and they're they may be scary in future years as Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum mature, but I don't think this is the year. And Al Horford, I don't think anybody in Cleveland is scared of Al Horford.
2: No. Certainly not Tristan Thompson.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean they they kind of we welcome Al Horford. No, <laughs> we consider Al Horford an old friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't really feel like there's any one guy that can on Boston that can take over that series.
2: But just I, I still have a hard time reconciling not not because they they should beat the the Cavs just with Toronto, just how good they were in the regular season. I mean they were a top what like a top five team. They were the only other team besides Houston that were top five on both offense and defense. And yet mm-hmm. they they they're gonna be they right now they're they're an easier way easier out than Indy was. Which just blows my mind. But they played in the really good season. they played really good defense. Like they yeah. they figured out and maybe it's just Nate McMillan's a really good coach and deserves all the coach of the year votes that he gets this year. Because he designed a defense to to basically make, say, okay, LeBron, you can get 40, but we're going to shut everyone else down.
1: Yeah. Well, the other thing, I mean, Indy was a really good team in, after the All-Star break. I think they had the third or fourth best record in the NBA after the All-Star break. So it wasn't like th- the series came out of nowhere. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. It was like Indy, and Indy has a lot of really good players at every position. And not just good players, but smart players. Like, you know, Thaddeus Young, really smart role player. Um, you know, Ola Depot, obviously incredibly gifted physically and just did so many things mentally that were really impressive. Um, and then, you know, Collison's kind of a perfect guy to pair him with because they basically run a two-combo guard offense. And then, you know, you've got... Their centers, Miles Turner is a good defensive center. I kind of feel like he's maybe regressed a little bit, but then Sabonis so is just a really good bench big. Yeah, you know, it's it's not like that whole team came from out of nowhere. And then plus Bogdanovich is is a pretty smart player too.
2: Well, he and had a, he had a terrible game seven though.
1: He did, and they left him. What did? Uh, What did, uh, I think Terry Pluto called Bogdanovich the sacrificial lamb against (laughs) LeBron. Yeah. It just, like, that was the guy who was going to guard LeBron one-on-one, and, you know, they were going to live with the results, and you felt for the guy, but... But, yeah, I mean, he's a smart player, but he's not... He's a streaky shooter more than he is a knockdown shooter.
2: Yeah. Well... Honestly, and, this is this is it, it's become fun to watch this team again this series. Yeah. I mean, as difficult as it was to watch them at times in the in the Pacer series because it was just just I mean the, the miss shots it was were brutal. A grind. Well, the miss shots were brutal, the turnovers were brutal. Um,
1: the rotations were brutal. rotations
2: were brutal. Some of the I mean just it was just a grinded out like very, I mean, it's it was an amazing series, but not not in any sort of cosmetic way. Whereas this one, yeah. we're starting to see the Cavs be the Cavs again. They're yeah. they look like a team that won fifty games and had a
1: was one of the best offensive teams in the league.
2: Yeah, and knows how to get put the ball in the hoop and you know sacrifice a little bit on the defensive end for that because Toronto's just frankly a better offensive team than than Indiana was but yeah. they're certainly not they're certainly nowhere close to being this a, a similar defensive team
1: Well the other thing I think uh you know knock on wood I feel like the Cavs are getting healthy too Yeah Like Kevin Love looked more comfortable tonight than he has since he hurt his thumb yeah. Tristan Thompson, game one, looked like the Trimston Thompson from, you know, last three playoffs.
2: Yeah. Well, and, and George Hill looked healthy tonight.
1: And George Hill looked healthy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he and he still doesn't trust his three-point shot, and and probably, you know, with the back issue, that's probably the hardest one to get yourself into, but he was attacking the basket relentlessly and yeah because those guys have to stay at home on everybody else
2: yeah well it at least yeah. gives you a a a semblance of a dimension that Kyrie gave them last year which is yeah. somebody who can get to the who can get to the rim aside from LeBron and finish and i yeah. thought i thought clarkson might be that but he's just unfortunately not uh <laughs> not stepped up
1: it, so you watch Clarkson a lot in LA. Is is the Clarkson we're seeing now? Is he just in his own head too much? He doesn't know what's going on. Is he? No, he just seems like a bonehead.
2: I think it's the. I think it's the pressure. I think it's the when it's a big difference. He's not used to it. Well, it's a big difference when you have no exp, low expectation Laker team where you're running the second unit against you know teams yeah. other teams that don't really care and you're putting up you know, 14 to 16 points a night and looking to distribute to, to people. And it's another thing when you're uh, you're playing, what, like, what he played 14 minutes tonight, but four of those were in garbage time. So, yeah. you know, I, I will give him credit. He played some good defense tonight, I felt like. He was on ball defense at least. He, he,
1: I felt like his defense has not been bad the whole playoffs, and that's why he's getting spot minutes yeah. from –
2: because he'll he's, mean, he's at least young and he'll hustle and try to. And stay he's advantage. got length. Yeah.
1: Like he can guard probably three positions. So I mean, not maybe not small forward well, but he can at least guard both, both guard spots. Right. Yeah, you know, especially on the ball. Well, and
2: and <laughs> and that's a good that's a good reason to have him out there for spot minutes. But that's the other thing too. Like in when he's playing for the Lakers, he was getting 25, 30 minutes a game as the backup point guard. A six-man scorer off the bench, and, you know, when you're coming in for five minutes here and there, you know, to start the second and fourth quarters. Yeah, you can't get a rhythm. Yeah, and he's a rhythm guy, and, he, and you could see once once the pressure was off, his shot looked better, and he drained a couple, including a three. The other
1: thing with the Lakers, he's been playing with a lot of those guys two or three years, um, yeah. and... And he's comfortable with those guys. It's very clear he doesn't know where his teammates are all the time. The only guy who seems to know where he is is Larry Nance. Like, how many times have we watched him just miss a wide-open Kevin Love or Kyle Korver?
2: Yeah. And you're right. Like, he probably needs an offseason. He probably needs a training camp. Yeah. He probably needs a, a full year with this team to, to figure out the tendencies. But we've talked about it before. He's He's... He wasn't there, he isn't here. He's not the brightest bulb in the in the <laughs> on, in the shed. So yeah.
1: he's like me playing Madden. <laughs> I know where I'm passing as soon as I pick the play.
2: <laughs> I still think I still think his his shooting will wind up become making a difference in a a playoff game this year. I mean it yeah, almost and that's almost why was, I was. Happy
1: to see him. Sorry, go ahead. No,
2: was say, it almost was at 90 scored 12. Uh, What was that? Was that game two against Indiana?
1: Well, oh yeah, no, you recapped that game. I remember David because there was the one, (laughs) there was the one that was so funny because he like dribbled around, flubbed it to himself, ran back and got it behind the line and threw it up and it went in. I was like, that is the worst possession ever that you could score three points on. (laughs) Like, but yeah, like you said, it it went in.
2: Uh, Celtics pulling away now they're
1: up they're up eight yeah they're up eight Tatum with a big dunk i'
2: I'm, I'm still trying to decide if I'd prefer the inexperience of the sixers or the or the the less star power of the of the Celtics I think they'll give them a tougher series than Philly would
1: mm I don't know
2: look at what's happening you, we're talking about the same teams right like you're you're we're talking about the Celtics who are possibly gonna go up two oh. On the Sixers, right? Like, we get it, David. I mean, you just, the you just trust in the process. The NBA, we'll get there's it.
0: generally, generally a lag <laughs> between, you know, when you are ascending, you know, the mountain and when people are going to recognize it. Like, LeBron was probably the best player in the league as early as 2005. And he didn't really get kind of universally recognized that way until, I don't know, 2009. Maybe not even then because he hadn't won a championship yet. So, it's not necessarily fair, but with the upstart 76ers, I mean, if they lose this series to the Celtics, who have literally, like, their team is just completely in shambles, um, I don't know. I mean, I'm going to call my a regular season team until they... I mean, look at the Raptors, right? I mean, what is this, back-to-back 60-win seasons? And here's the other thing. I think all of us need to pat ourselves on the back for all of the comments about how Indiana might be our toughest opponent. And then after we survived Indiana, a lot of us were saying like even if they're a better team, there's no way the Raptors are gonna play this physical. And I'm watching the highlights tonight and Windhurst tweeted tweeted about it. It's like they're just they're just it just was different. It was like watching the Cavs play in a swimming pool against Indiana, and all the grabbing and pulling and tugging, and and watching against the Raptors. <laughs> no, it's just like a like, pool. Of they're getting pool full the spacing they need. Guys are and and from what I saw, Toronto was content to play man man on man defense, and Love completely wrecked CJ Miles and whatever other you know small guys they were putting on him in the post, and I mean. Like I think the Cavs win this game no matter what. But LeBron like dancing on their souls in the second half was I I mean, I've never seen anything. Well, I'm just going to jump away from the defender as far as I can while I'm turning and doesn't matter which way I'm leaning and I'm just throwing this up in the air and they were all going in. Like the, I don't this will happen again, I guess, in the future cuz LeBron can make this shot now. But tonight, man, was like lightning in a bottle. I, I mean, I've never seen that many of those shots. You know,
2: you in a row, in a row, theory, too. You
0: because know my Chris theory Bosh's about why like, Lebron back in bad, 2005, and like, is such a bad, like he's never going to do anything. Die every...
1: No, 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 no. <laughs> it's because they have so many players with stupid names.
0: <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Cavs the Blog Podcast. Check back soon
2: for some more fun with your favorite blogger. And we're out.
1: If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging.